I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today, I'm here with Dan Colonhe. Dan is the head of learning and development for a technology company based in Lexington, Kentucky. He also invests in large apartment complexes in the managing managing partner of Avanza Investments. Um, Dan, I don't, as I mentioned before, I, I don't like to read people's bio because I think your story sounds way better coming from you. So first off, thank you for coming on the show today. I really appreciate having you. Yeah, excited to be here. Looking forward to our conversation. Yeah. And so why don't you, why don't you tell us your background? Tell us, you know, where, start wherever you want to start and, uh, and then we'll, we'll take it from there and, and get into dive deeper on whatever topics seem interesting. Sure. Well, I've, I've got a sort of a unique background in that um, I'm I'm the first uh, generation in the U.S. in my family. Um, my parents uh, both uh, fled Cuba in 1960 when uh, Fidel Castro took over, and um, they uh, had no plans on leaving, but they saw the political changes going on, and they ended up. Uh, coming to the U.S. and and um, my dad was 11, my mom was 14, uh, and they met in the U.S. And so, for me, it was um, and I was born shortly uh, thereafter, not too long afterwards. So, it's been um, you know I've been sort of the the test case for my family because they're not really sure what you know how things work necessarily initially, um, but. Uh, it's been it's been a really neat uh, neat ride. I've got uh, two younger brothers too that, um, and we um, have done well as a family. We've gotten uh, ourselves situated here, um, and I ended up uh, going to college and studying uh, engineering, which I tried for a couple of years and wasn't crazy about. So I switched to business and got an MBA, and then I. I've worked in uh, the technology industry for, I think right now, about 25 years or so. Okay. And um, I'm not the, the typical technology you know, developer or something like that. I've always been on the soft side of the business. So um, marketing, human resources, um, a lot of the work that I do today is dealing with people and uh, helping maximize the potential people have, which to me is just a lot of fun. Um, and, um, and yeah, and so that's, that's been my, my career up to this point, but I've lived in a lot of cities. I've lived in, uh, Miami, Florida, uh, Seattle, Washington, Austin, Texas, uh, Michigan, uh, and now I'm in Lexington, Kentucky. So, um, it's good, good round trip. And, um, uh, it's been, it's been a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to, uh, to the future. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, sounds like you've seen a good part of the country. I, I too have moved around a lot, uh, work related. So I, I've, yeah. I've had my tour of the country some sometimes, um, not, not involuntarily, but uh, 
due to due to job relocation type of things. So, um, so we'll we'll definitely you know obviously talk talk your real estate as well. But but let let's just dive in a little bit on on your background in that um, you know think you know your your parents coming from Cuba is is really interesting compelling sort of you know backstory to have that's obviously a different perspective than people would have that you know were born here or or you know and their their family generations things like that they, they've always sort of been here and so i i often think that um I, th- I think as americans we complain a lot honestly like i think we complain a lot we take take things for granted and so i i had uh a number of people you know, on the show that, that I always feel like there's a, there's a, a, a sense of, uh, I don't know if it's gratefulness or, or that's not the right word, but just understanding of the opportunities that are available and, and, uh, you know, really being, being excelling at going after those opportunities. Yeah. Do, do you, do you feel that do you, you know, obviously your parents had to come here and make a life. Like it, it's a, it's a, you know, we've, you and I have moved a lot, but it's like, there's a lot of people that never leave their hometown. Mm-hmm. And, and so there, there are certainly some resistance to that. So, I mean, how do you, I like, I like to talk about mindset. I'm just kind of interested in how that has impacted you, how that has impacted your approach to life in general. And, and, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll talk about it in real estate as well, but I, I did want to kind of hit that first. Yeah, it's a it's a great observation because um, you're exactly right. I'm I'm extremely grateful for the opportunities that I have here because I know if I would have been um, in in Cuba, things would have been a lot different. And um, I still have family there. Um, I've last I was there about uh, five years ago and saw some of them and. Um, and it's pretty, pretty sad, pretty depressing when you're there. Um, not a lot of opportunities to do much. Uh, you know, that, there's a there's a fixed salary that everybody in the country gets, regardless if you're a doctor or a taxi driver. It doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, it's the, sort of the communist model, right? Everybody's yeah. the same. Um, so there's not a whole lot of you know desire to to move ahead because in that environment, you know, there, it doesn't you know why. Um, so the fact that my family came here and then also, um, you know, thanks to the generosity of people in this country that helped my family get situated and get accustomed to, to being here for me, it's one of my biggest passions now is helping, um, the immigrants that are coming now to this country, um, because I see their stories, they're very similar to my story, um, And, you know, I feel like I owe, I owe them, you know, uh, I owe help to to them to help them situate and get, get comfortable with this country. Um, And it's guided a lot of what I do. Um, And I didn't mention in my intro, but I'm very involved with uh, uh, the largest uh, social services agency uh, targeting uh, immigrants really in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm on the advisory council and we, we meet a lot and talk about, you know, what's going on, you know, what are we seeing, uh, who are, who's coming in the country, how can, you know, what are the issues we're seeing, how can we help? And, and um, it's been very fulfilling. So, so, you know, gratitude is a big, big deal to me. Um, and, um, you know, it's, 
another twist to that as well is I worked for seven years in Latin America. So I didn't mention that in my intro either, but um, I, uh, since I'm fluent in Spanish, um, I worked for a number of years for a large multinational company and I would travel throughout Mexico, Brazil, Chile, and Argentina, uh, mostly those countries. And, um, and I would see, you know, firsthand uh, poverty that is, uh, you know, pretty striking. Um, you'll see, you know, a, real, a shack next to this, you know, incredibly beautiful building and this kind of dichotomy everywhere you go was really, uh, you know, something that always reminded me as well. It's like, wow, you know, I've got it good. So, you know, for me, I, I'm always, uh, uh, I'm always trying to think about what, what I could do for, for that community that's coming here. Um, and, um, and for me, I, you know, again, like I said earlier, it's, it's really about just helping others the way that we were helped. I mean, I don't know who helped us. I have no idea. I wasn't alive, but, um, you know, my, my grandfather was able to, uh, he was an attorney in Cuba. He couldn't be an attorney in the U S because of the different legal system. So he ended up getting a master's and a PhD in Spanish and just taught Spanish in college. That was his, uh, his, his thing. But, um, there was a lot of help that we had along the way. And so, you know, I feel indebted to people like that. And which is the reason why, you know, with my real estate focus now, I've got uh, a lot of emphasis on that, on that, uh, on that side of it. So it's been an interesting journey so far. And, and, um, and yeah, it, it's, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's amazing. I think one of the coolest things I've experienced and sort of, picked up from people I talk to on the show or like people I meet at conferences and whatnot. I, I just, there seems to be such a sense of giving back an impact in, in the real estate community. And I, I mean, seems like that was, <laughs> that that's ingrained in who you are. I don't know that, that real estate uh, necessarily um, <laughs> changed that for you, but, but again, I, we will, we'll get into, you know, sort of the avenues of how, what that can open up for you. So, just before we get there, um, you said in, in your um, you know, sort of technology career, you're, you're acting, you're, you're more on the sales side of things, correct? Uh, well, currently, I'm actually in, in human resources and uh, earning and development. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. So, but you're, yeah, so you're dealing with, with people. Essentially, yep. that's your, yeah, that's your, and it, and I, I will, we'll get to how that, I guess, applies to how you feel it applies in your real estate career but um before that tell me so when did you make that switch or or you know kind of what what's your transition into real yeah. estate been like great great question so um you know i had always heard about um about real estate for years you know i think a lot of us have and um right around the time that uh that covid started we uh, we sent all of our employees home. You know, my company has you know thousands of employees, and we sent everybody home. And you know, we couldn't go out, couldn't do anything, right? So, as you know, when that happened, I I was like, oh, this is a great opportunity to start really learning about real estate. Um, and so, started digging into it, reading you know all sorts of books. I mean, I don't know, I read 20, 30 books now on on real estate as I as I started kind of devouring information and understanding it better. And, um, and the more I got into it, the more I was like, wow, this is really a neat area that, that uh, really attracts me. And I could, 
I could see myself doing this for, you know, for a career. Um, so kept, kept reading, kept studying and looking into, for example, okay, well maybe, you know, like a lot of people think, right. Well, maybe I should get a single family home and, and rent it out. And, you know, that's kind of how everybody starts. Right. And, and I think that's a great path. It's not, um, I think that's certainly something somebody could do, but as I started to, to, to read more about kind of what that means and how that happens and talking to people about it, I kept getting encouraged by different uh, folks that I, that are in the industry to say, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe you should think about going a little bigger up, you know, out, out of the gate. And uh, initially that was kind of scary, but I, I, cause I really didn't know what that really meant. Um, but the more I, I learned, uh, I connected with others that are in the industry. Um, the more confidence I, I got that, you know, yeah, I can do that. And that's something that, you know, why do I need to start with a single family home or two or, or three? You know, why can't I have, you know, a, a, a much larger multifamily property? Um, and now, you know, we're, we're doing syndications and all that. And it's, and, I, you know, I'm in my second uh, deal right now that we're, we're, uh, we're working on that's going to close here in about a month uh, in Fort Worth, Texas. So, um, it's been, it's been a lot of fun and, and it's something that, uh, that to me has been, has been really interesting because of the fact that, um, the, the work for the workforce housing that, that we're, we're focusing on is the kind of housing where, where, um, where, you know, any, uh, any immigrant might end up living in, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's a very common, you know, housing for that, that, uh, that kind of person. So for me, I love the idea of being able to take a property and make changes to it, to make it a more livable, more enjoyable place to, to be. Um, and to think that, you know, there's chances are there's, there's families there that, that are new to the country. And, and, and for me, that's something that, that really kind of lit, lit a fire in me to say, well, you know, what, could I work on the types of housing where, where these folks uh, live and I can, I can do investing, which is, you know, what I wanted to do. And I can marry that with the idea of, of helping others um, and, and how I talked about earlier today. So uh, I saw it as a, as a really neat combination. So my firm is called Avanza Investments. Uh, Avanza in Spanish means to advance, to move forward. Um, and, uh, and that's what I hope I can do for, for these people that, that, you know, yeah, everybody needs a place to live. Right. And so, um, uh, having that kind of focus to me was, was pretty exciting. So, yeah, no, I mean, it's amazing. And it, it's, a uh, you, so you're, are you still working W2 and also doing, yes. uh, yeah. So you're, you're sort of doing yeah. that. Yeah. A balancing act. I know it well. Um, it, remarkable to me how similar our kind of beginnings in into real estate were. Because I, I the same thing. Like the pandemic came, uh, it didn't didn't specifically go set about thinking I was going to do multifamily syndications. It was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll do. I'll get some single family rentals or whatever. And you just yeah. you start to look at what's involved in that and the ability to scale and all of that. And so yeah, I. I did the same thing. I sort of worked through it in my head and a lot of people do the, they actually do the process. They're like, I'm going to get the, and then they're like, you know what? I'd rather do multifamily, but I just kind of, uh, fortuitously, I think because I, of some podcasts I listened to and some books I read, it was just kind of, like you said, you just started 
talking to people and, and kind of hearing about it. So I, I wanted to, on that, I did want to ask you directly on that question, like how, who, who, where were you, where were you making these connections? Who, how were you finding people that to talk to you about multifamily real estate stuff? What did you do? Because I think that's an important thing for people that are really in the very beginning. Yeah. Like what did you do to, mm -hmm. to get that ball rolling? Yeah. I mean, in, in my particular case, I uh, ended up, you know, as, as you, I listened to a lot of podcasts and, and, and just kind of devoured information. Uh, so it's, it's kind of cool that you and I have that, that similar approach. Yeah. And, um, you know, as, as I was listening to different stuff and talking to different people, I kept hearing this name of this group called Go Abundance, which is a, uh, you know, sort of a men's mastermind kind of thing. And, um, and as I learned more about them, I heard that a lot of the guys in that group are, are real estate people. And so I thought, you know, maybe I'll join that and just see who I can meet um, that, that might be in this area and much farther ahead of me that can give me advice and give me, you know, tips. And so I did that um, shortly after, you know, maybe six months after the beginning of covid and uh, and through that process, I've met a lot of different people that do all sorts of real estate, yeah. uh, you know, triple net lease, you know, uh, multifamily, single family, uh, office, uh, retail. I mean, all all kinds of different stuff. And for me, it was nice to be able to talk to different people that had different focuses. And and I felt to me like the the way that I could, at least in my mind, I could marry the the investing in multifamily with, with the whole immigrant community thing to me, that made it like a, a good sense, you know, to, in, in my mind. Yeah. So, so that's the direction I ended up going in, but, but that's how I met. That's how I started to learn for other, you know, what I recommend if, if for somebody that's listening, that's not, that maybe isn't part of a group, you don't have to be part of a group by any means. I mean, I, you, there's all sorts of real estate and investing meetups and things like that that occur in almost every city. Uh, I live in Lexington, Kentucky, which is a pretty small city. And there are like two or three uh, different uh, sessions like these every month of people that get together that do investing. And so there's definitely people out there to connect with. Uh, I took one way, but there's a lot of other ways that you can connect with people and just to, just to pick their brain about what they think, you know, and it's, I, I really encourage talking to a lot of people, you're, you're going to hear a lot of different things, a lot of different opinions. And then you listen to everything and you, you do think about it and decide what's, what, what feels right for me. And then, and then pick one thing and go with it. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And I think, you know, whether it's, whether it's go abundance and, and I do have want to ask you a little bit about that because I've sure. heard a lot about it and I've had, had known other people that are in go abundance, but, but it, it's, it's that concept of, you know, getting in the room with people that are where, where you want to be, right. They're, they're a little yeah. bit ahead of you getting around those people. It's, it's a, um, <laughs> it, it is when you're making a transition, right? Like whatever you're, you, you had a previous career, now you're making a transition into, especially something like real estate where there are, there are a lot of different ways to do it. There's also a lot of people who are, extremely successful in the space. And so you do have to kind of talk to a lot of them and, and, and filter out that noise and figure out what, what works for me. And like, do I want to be active? Do I want to be passive? Do I want to do multifamily? Do I don't want to do triple net lease? Do I want to do self-storage? Right. Like there's, 
it, you know, a lot of, a lot of people outside of the space are like, Oh, you, you do real estate. And it's, it's kind of funny. Cause it's like that, that's like saying you like ice cream, right? right? It's just like, there's a, a billion different flavors. Right. So it's just kind of, you have to figure out how that, that works for you. Um, and, and so I, I also did a mentorship and I'll go about it, but like, so you, you did, you started in abundance. And I think what, what's, you can talk about it more if you want, but I think the point I wanted to make here is, is you used this downtime and you used, you made another opportunity, right? You like, instead of just being down about it, you created an opportunity. You went and and found out about this group that, you know, could, could accelerate your path. And, and you went and, and did that. And, and I think that's, like that's the step that so many people are just missing. It's like, just, you just get, just do something. And I know, um, I know abundance isn't, isn't cheap. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know there's, you know, these mentorships cost money that the masterminds yeah. cost money, but you, you invested in yourself and, and I'm guessing and correct me if I'm wrong, you feel it was well worth it. Yeah. I mean, the, the way I looked at it was, you know, this is uh this is an investment in me. Um, you know, I, I don't know how much money I spent on college, you know, and to think that I'm, that I'm spending a fraction of that to get much more value, frankly, I mean, college was great, you know, don't get me wrong, but cause I learned a lot of, if not, uh, academic skills, social skills, as you, you know, you grew up in, in, in that kind of environment, but but uh, but man, I'm getting a lot more value out of a lot less money, and and uh, and it, yeah, it's not cheap. But you know, then again, if uh, if I want to make sure I'm making the right decision, and I'm talking to people that, and I'm getting to know people that are in the industry, to me, it just made a lot of sense to do. Um, so yeah, and it's and it's worked out pretty well. Yeah, and it, it, I, I I love the point that you just made because like everybody, not everybody many people sort of expect that you're going to go to college or they, they expect their kids to go to college. They expect you went to college. Like it's, it's like a, a, almost like a, a requirement of life yeah. and will spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and go into huge debt for that reason. And it it's fine. Like, if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But the fact is you're right. Like the cost of those masterminds, even the expensive ones are still far less than oh yeah you know, college education and and frankly college could probably be like six months long it doesn't need to be four <laughs> years yeah right? like it doesn't it, it like for the social skills sure you know if you, if you want to you know you you want to learn those social skills in college for for people there are, there are certain things but there's so much in college that's just fluff and mm-hmm. you know if you're talking about the true academic value of it it's six months long it's not it's not four years. It doesn't, you know, and that's, and, and you see that in the, the like master and PhD programs that are a lot shorter because it's just focused. It's focused on what you want to do. And, and that's what these, these masterminds, mentorships, things like that, that's what will happen for you is you're going to, you're focusing on that thing that matters. You, you don't join GoBundance and they're like, also, we want you to learn how to uh, like play the piano or something like that. If that's not your goal, you don't, you, they don't just throw a bunch of things in to say that you're, you know, well-rounded. It, it's just get, get focused on what you want to, to excel in. And, and that's, that's what these things help people do. I, I think. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and, you know, one of the, one of the great benefits too, is that I, you know, I can learn from other people's mistakes. You know, I can, they can tell me, you know, Hey, like I, I can say, Hey, you know, I was thinking about this kind of path. And I actually did that. I, I talked to some guys and, and they flat out said, you know, I don't think that's a good, that's a good plan. Mm-hmm. And here's why A, B and C. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. I didn't even think about that. You know, could I have learned that? Yeah, I, I could have learned it, but it would have taken me months, if not years to run into those issues and not see that um, ahead, you know, because I just didn't know. Right. So, so to me, it, you know, it's a, it's a great investment. I, I think any investment in yourself, I think is a great investment. And, you know, um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm in learning. That's my, that's my career right now. And, and, in the, in the W2 world is I'm, you know, a learning professional. So I, I very, very much value learning. Um, and it is, it's not just at the office. It's not just in the classroom. It's with other people talking and reading, listening, yeah. discussing, um, and you learn a lot. Yeah, no, couldn't agree more. Um, so what, what did you, when you, you decided, okay, I'm going to do multifamily. I mean, how did you, what steps did you take there to get into yeah. the, the deals that you're in? What, what was that? Uh, what did that look like for you? Yeah. So for, for me, so, you know, I felt pretty comfortable in the direction I wanted to go. I had talked to a lot of different people that, that, uh, that I bounced the ideas off of and they, they agreed. So what I ended up doing is, okay, well, I need to get hooked up with, with somebody that's doing this, uh, at a high level. And, um, there were, there, you know, there's a lot of guys in, in, in the GoBundance group that, that do it at a high level. Um, and there are even some of, some of the guys have their own kind of mentoring programs and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, I ended up, um, uh, getting connected to, um, to a guy out of Dallas, uh, named Mark Kenny. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, Mark runs a group called think multifamily. Yeah. And, um, I ended up talking to him, understanding what, what he was doing with different folks and kind of helping mentor them to become um, multifamily real estate investors. And uh, his track record is amazing. And to me, the most important thing, um, number one, what to me was integrity. Is, is this person somebody that I think it has, is trustworthy, is uh, somebody with character? Um, and I really got that sense from, from working with, just talking to him uh, for, for an hour that, uh, that I thought, okay, this, he and I have the same kind of approach to, to the way we do business. And that, you know, in my career, it's all, it's all about integrity because that's all they know. You know, that's, you know, your word is, you know, what people think of you is, is really kind of reality in a way. Um, so I've always been, uh, somebody with that kind of a mindset that, um, of, of character and integrity being number one. And, and I found that with him. So I ended up, you know, joining up with him and, and meeting some of the other people that he's also mentoring as well. Uh, and so, and that's, that's how I've gotten in the circle with other folks that are doing different things. Uh, I've been focusing a lot lately on, on capital raising, uh, among other things, but, um, but it's been, it's been great. You know, he's just, as I thought he's, uh, he he really is, you know, the, the kind of person that I thought he was, he's very transparent. Um, and I really appreciated that. So, um, so again, it's, you know, I, I, I I took another step to invest in myself, uh, to do that. And, um, and so far it's, it's paid off and I, you know, it's, 
you, you've probably heard this before. You know, I can, I can make a mistake in this business and, and it can cost a lot of money if I, if I don't, if I make a big mistake, um, cause you're, you're, you're talking about lots of, you know, money. Yeah. Uh, and you know, why, why risk that? You know, why, why not work with somebody that, that is a seasoned professional, uh, and have them show you, you know, what, and have them guide you through, you know, well, you know, well, I, I see what you're doing here when, when you're analyzing this property, but just think about that and just think about this or, or I've seen this thing happen, you know, four or five times before. So I think that might happen here. I mean, it's that, that kind of experience you just can't, you can't replicate uh, without just having it. So, so for me, that, that was a big attraction, but that's how I got into that, that world to be able to now be in my second uh, syndication uh, with, uh, with Mark. Yeah, I, I've seen uh, I've seen Mark speak at conferences, uh, and I've li- I've heard him on podcast. Actually, I need to get him on this podcast at some point. I've never actually uh, been lucky enough to meet him, but always, uh, at least the impression I get from seeing him speak at conferences, these podcasts, and and nice to hear you sort of, uh, you know, kind of confirm that that it really is just kind of seems as a genuine person. That that um, so I think that's. That's a good uh, good pitch for Think Multifamily. There, I don't, <laughs> I have no personal affiliation at all, but I I, I have never heard anybody say anything bad about them. So, uh, sounds like it's it's a great group. Yeah, and, and believe me, if it if it if I didn't think it was it was any good, I'd let you know. But it, yeah. but it's uh, it's 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 you know his family is a great family. His wife is 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 a you know also a great person, and so just getting to know uh, his family and the rest, it has been pretty cool. So it's been, it's been great. Awesome. You mentioned that you've been, uh, I guess, mainly focused on capital raises, raising, is that, that kind of the, the avenue that you want, is that the lane you want to stay in or you're doing that? Cause that was a, you know, that's kind of a good way to get, get into the game. What, what's your feeling on sort of the different seats in a, in a syndication team and what, where you expect, where you feel uh, you fit the best? Yeah, well, you know what's interesting is you know you mentioned before that we started here this this uh, this session we talked a little bit about kind of uh, my experience in, in HR and 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 you know I work in teams very well. That's my whole career has been working in teams, and um, to me the the team aspect of multifamily investing uh, really attracts me as well because mm-hmm. that's something that I'm very comfortable with. Uh, and I do very well in, and, you know, and I kept hearing people talk about, well, a lot of people struggle with, you know, no, it's this guy be me. And, you know, this kind of, uh, I'm the hero. I'm going to make this happen. I don't need help. And I've never had that, that bone in my body really. So, uh, I kind of struggle to, to understand because it is a thing, right. I keep hearing yeah. about it, you know, that, that, especially as you go from single family, to bigger properties, you know, you think that, well, I can do this on my own. I don't need anybody's help. And what, why, well, it may be true. Um, I think what I'm doing is just being able to share the best of everybody's talents. So for me, the reason I, I picked capital raising was really because, um, a few reasons. One is because I, I think I do well with people. I enjoy talking to people and especially, what I've learned about real estate, I think is something that people need to know uh, of, of what's out there in terms of other options outside of the stock market. Um, unfortunately, a lot of my 
my wealth right now is in the stock market and it's not doing that great because of what's going on in the market right now. So yeah, it's out of my control, but as I continue to, to, to do more and more in, in the space, I'm going to hopefully be less and less impacted by the swings of the market. Um, so that was one thing. And the other thing too, is that it's one of those a capital raising is something that you can do successfully while having a W2. Um, you know, I, I enjoy the work that I do um, at, at my company. Uh, it's, I, by no means, you know, do I not like it. Uh, I think it's a great company, great leadership, great overall. The people that I work with are awesome. Um, but I wanted to do something that gave me flexibility to be able to work on this with outside of my, you know, nine to five hours, so to speak. Um, and this was something that, that, you know, really felt right. You know, some, and, you know, we'll see what happens in the future. You know, I'd love to take a more active role at some point. Uh, but for now, I'm, you know, it's been, it's been great so far. I think this has been a, a really good fit for me and, uh, it's definitely not easy. You know, I don't have a sales background or I don't, you know, for me, it's, um, uh, I feel like I connect more one-on-one -on -one with, with individuals just pretty honestly. And I think people appreciate that. Yeah. So, um, um, so, you know, I'm doing it my way and it seems to be working. So, so yeah, so that, that's kind of how I got to, to that, that, that path, so to speak. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a, a lot of re really good points about, you know, especially being able to, to capital raise, you know, while still having a W2 job, you know, cause capital raising is, it's just a lot of conversations, right? Like that's, mm -hmm. you're, you're explaining, you're explaining these opportunities to people that probably a lot of them don't aren't familiar, especially, yeah. you know, I think people that have been syndicating for forever, they're talking to family offices and private equity funds. And like, yes, they already know what <laughs> they already know what you're talking about. But, but yeah, I have that similar kind of experience in, in trying to, when, when I am capital raising to, you're almost starting from like square one, but it's mm -hmm. cool because now I, and I, I think you, you probably feel the same, like I've realized the power of this. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm like, okay, I don't care how far we have to back up to get you to understand, yeah. but like, this is something you should be involved in because it's, it's big. It's, it's, it's really can be life-changing. So I think uh, th those, those conversations are sometimes, probably sometimes tiring in the sense that like you, you might be, you know, having the same ones over and over again and, and, and explaining multiple times, sometimes even to the same people, but but I think it's worth it. I think the I think the the value that that gives them is a is a really um, really truly can be can be life changing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know, for me, I I enjoy conversations. I enjoy meeting people, and um, and I have no problem you know starting from square one and and talking somebody through what what this really means or what it can do, and you know the fact that it can. It can really impact your wealth. You know, you can reduce your taxes. You can reduce your risk. You know, you get, I mean, you, you create passive income streams. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do with this that benefits that benefit a lot of people. That uh, it's just not known. And maybe you had the same situation that I did. My my circle really has no clue what oh no any of this is. <laughs> no, uh, and so uh, which is a great opportunity, right, to start uh, educating. There's all kinds of money out there talking about wall street and talking about, you know, mutual funds and this and that and the other. And, and there's really nothing about uh, this space, uh, which, 
yeah, to me, just as I got into it, I got surprised. I'm like, why haven't I heard about this yeah. before? Like, why why am I hearing about this now? Uh, and it's it's you know, I don't know how to explain it, but it is what it is. And here we are, and, yeah. and I'm happy to be on this path to hopefully help other people uh, see the same thing. Yeah, I, I think honestly, it's it's really misguided SEC regulations. That's like that's the reason that people don't hear about it is because. There's so many rules around investing in these private placements versus the stock market. Like anybody can lose all their money in the stock market. Like you, nobody's going to protect you from that, but they'll protect you against these real estate investments. And I'm like, I don't like that's to me, that's a safer vehicle. I don't, I don't get it. So I, I, I have that same frustration. I'm like, what, why isn't this something that like, why can't we advertise all of them? Why can't, you know, there's all these rules and it's like, it doesn't, I, it I can turn on the TV and see advertisements for all of the stock brokerage accounts. I can pull up the apps on my phone and look at, <laughs> I have a Robinhood app. Like it takes 10 seconds to get a Robinhood app. If I wanted to, I could put all my money in one, you know, it just happened. People with, with the GameStop fiasco, like people saw, yeah. you know, Reddit created this thing and people tried to jump on that train. A lot of them lost money. I have friends that put money. I was like so disappointed to hear it, but like put some money into that GameStop thing and then lost money. And, and like, but they can do that, but they can't like that same friend. Like it's actually a hard thing for him to, to get him invested with me. Like it's yeah, just, it's right. kind of like a crazy to me backwards way that it's regulated. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the reason behind it, but I think it's, it's very misguided in terms of, I know they're trying to protect people. I get it. And you should try to protect people, but also like, why would you protect them from what's this thing and not the stock market or what, you know, vice versa, just, it kind of doesn't make sense to me, but yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's, it's crazy. And the fact that, um, that, you know, there's a whole industry around 401ks and all that, you know, all that stuff that's built into, you know, like, and the employment system. I mean, it's, it's been around a long time and there's a big machine around it, Yeah. which, you know, okay. You know, but, but stocks are just one way to invest. I mean, it's, there's all kinds of other ways, uh, real estate being one of them. I happen to think real estate is a great investment. Um, but you know, is it, is it a good idea to have all of your, your wealth in the stock market? You know, I don't know, you know, it, I mean, right now, I'm I'm not doing so great because <laughs> the market's not yeah. doing so right well. now. It doesn't seem that way. Right now, it doesn't seem that way. But I mean, we, it, it, we had a we had a long bull market in stocks. It's it, and it's not. I don't think either of us is saying don't invest in stocks. It's exactly. just there are other things out there, with real estate being one of them, that you can diversify to 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 reduce your risk, basically, yeah. and and also you know. There are some really important advantages on, in real estate investments that you don't get from the stock market. So it's, right. it's kind of, I, I think it's just, it's education, right? It's just, it's just letting people, and that's why, that's what's fun about capital raising, right? Like, not the pressure we need the money to get this deal closed part of it. It's the, well, but no, like, like these people need to know this. Like people, people that I know need to know this. And if I can help them get, you know, increase their wealth and it's, it's worth those conversations. So oh, for, sure. for sure. It's, uh, <laughs> sorry about my rant about the stock market. That, that SEC no, hey, topic I, is like, I, I find you. it very frustrating. I'm with, I'm with you. I mean, and, and I, I say the same thing. Uh, I, you know, it's not that, you know, I say, look, there, there is a place for the stock market in your portfolio 
For sure. I mean, that's, that's no, I, there's no question. Right. It, does it, but a hundred percent stock market. I mean, does that, does that feel right? Like maybe, maybe some diversification would be a good idea. And that's what I'm trying to do now. I feel like I'm a bit late to it, but that's okay. I'm, you know, I'm going to, you know, get there at some point here or over time, but, um, but that's, you know, that's the same argument. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's, I've had this, like, <laughs> I've gone on this rant before you can probably tell, but it, I, I just think it's true. It's like you, you, you need to invest in your own education in order to create your own financial literacy. You know, it's, it's not going to do it for, no one's going to do it for you. And the, and the, the reality is, is that the way that that machine that you say, like is set up is probably not the most advantaged way for you. Right. For, for most anybody, it's probably not the best thing you can do. It might be the easiest thing you can do. And I think that's what a lot of the parts of the machine are reliant on is that you, you know, we, we get, if we, we set up the system, this 401k system, people are going to put money in it. The people that work in the 401k system are going to make money from their money. Like, so there's, there's incentive for them to keep that going, but it, it it's not necessarily the best thing for individuals. It's not yeah. a bad thing. It's just not the best thing or the only thing. So I, I guess that's, um, I'll stop ranting, but, <laughs> but that's, that's kind of a, a, it sounds like we're on the same page on that. Yeah, um, I think so. <laughs> Dan, let, let's, uh, let's switch gears here a little bit. Um, I, I want to de definitely make sure I have the time to ask you the questions that I, I like to ask every guest. Yeah. Um, the first one, and I think you touched on it some, but the name of the show is know your why. And so I always ask everybody, you know, what is your why, what drives you, towards this, you know, this success. And, and like I said, I, I, I know you, you mentioned some of it, but I'd love for you to kind of expand on that and, and yeah. really tell us what you're passionate about. Yeah. I mean, I think my why, I think at this point it's probably obvious, but I've got, you know, one, one big why is just um, uh, gratitude and gratefulness for the opportunity that I have right now being in this country um, and being able to, uh, to, to live the American dream, frankly, uh, to be able to have the opportunities to do multifamilies, you know, investing or, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Um, it's just something that, you know, you don't realize what that means unless you don't have it. Um, and it's, um, you know, when I talk to my family in Cuba, when I talk to uh, other people that are in different situations, it becomes very clear. So for me, it's about two things. One is uh, this is my one at bat. So I'm going to maximize my at bat and do as best as I can uh, to make the most of my opportunity in, in, this, in this world. Um, and then two, you know, helping people, helping people that um, that that um, that you know my my family got help and you know, what can what can I do to help the next person? Um, that to me is is uh, something that you know for for decades now I think I've had that that mindset. So for me, that's been that's the why. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, tell us something about yourself that not everybody knows. Uh, oh, special, you, special or a, a, a hobby, a special skill. So anything. Um, it sounds like you're fluent in Spanish. So you sort of already gave that one away. Can't, can't use that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't, can't use that one. Um, I, um, I toured the country playing trumpet for a while. Oh, wow. uh, I was in, in college, I was uh, considering being a music major. 
just because I, I loved uh, music so much. And for a summer, I went um, around the country playing and, um, and it was fun, but I realized I'm just not good enough to make a living from playing a trumpet. So, so uh, I wisely moved on to, uh, to other avenues, but, um, but that's something that, uh, that was pretty cool that you know, not everybody does. So yeah. do you still play? Uh, not too much. I, I get a lot of looks around the house if I start playing out of horns. So <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like maybe that's not, it's not so much of a solo instrument at home sort of, you know, right. like, yeah, like people exactly. that strum on a guitar, but uh, that's super cool. I, I, a huge music fan. So I, I love, Oh, cool. I love the, uh, I never, I never trained, like I never really got well trained in any instrument. I taught myself guitar and I just, I just love music in general. And I'm fascinated by people that can play any instrument or sing. Like, I just think it it's such a kind of a magical skill to have. I, I really enjoy that. It's so fulfilling. And it's something that I, you know, I listen to a lot of music. I, I, I watch YouTube videos about music I mean, often, you know, so it's, I, I try to, you know, stay into it because it's, for me, it's enjoyable, but I, you know, I'm not a great player or anything. So um, you toured the country. You can't be, you can't be bad. So, <laughs> you're, now you're just being modest, but um, when people hear this and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way? Uh, well, they can go to my website, um, avanzainvest.com, A-V-A-N-Z-A invest.com. Um, or if they want to shoot me an email, it's dan at avanzainvest.com. Okay. We'll put that in the show notes too, so people have it. But um, yeah, I'm, I imagine that uh, get get a lot of, a lot of emails after this. Um, last question for you, Dan. What piece of advice would you give to someone who's getting started right they're they're you know you started with the pandemic so they're you know two years behind you what what would you tell them to help uh kind of move them forward well you know like the the way i think of it is um just just moving just making you know even if you're not quite sure where to go um you know one one analogy that i've heard before that that to me made a lot of sense was um um, you know, you can't really steer a bicycle when you're not moving like the bicycle, you, you can only steer it and turn it if it's moving the whole, the whole thing. Yeah. So, you know, get moving in a certain direction. If you think you've got, here's what I want to look into. I want to, I want to go into, then start going that way. And you can always course correct. You can always change. Um, what you want to avoid is just not, not moving, you know, and that's, that I know for a lot of people is very difficult and, um, and it, you know, it's, it's not easy for anybody, but, but, uh, but that's the one thing I think that, that you know, helps you become, you know, do what you want to do in life. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of those, a lot of what holds people back is just those first few steps. Yeah. Like the first, the just, just actually taking those first few steps in any direction or, or, you know, sticking with the bicycle analogy, you know, starting, starting to pedal um, so you can get moving is, is so important. You know, it's, it's easy to get caught and just sit there. Right. And not, you know, not kind of push yourself forward. So a great, great piece of advice. Um, Dan, thank you so much for coming on the show. I I appreciate having you on. I really, really enjoyed the conversation. So, so thank you for, for being here. Yeah, thanks, Jason. I, I've enjoyed uh, the conversation as well. And I, I 
I told you, you know, a little earlier, I felt felt like I kind of know you if after you know watching and listening to some of your 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 episodes, and it's a great great podcast. So congratulations! Thank you, thank you, appreciate that very much. All right, with that, we will go ahead and sign out. I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you.